This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Perfect timing with this song. We have the Vanilla Ice of Illini football coverage. If there was a Vanilla Ice of Illini football, it would have to be Joey Wagner. It's not going to be Scott Ritchie. It's not going to be Tufts. It's going to be Joey. Joey joins us on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline. You do know every word to Ice Ice Baby, right? Uh, I'm uh, not sure. I think I could pick it up as it was going on. I mean, I don't think could I could sit here and sing, sing them all right now. No, no, no. Head, but I, I could probably uh, get it going as, as I sing. <laughs> but if, okay, if you had the lyrics on a karaoke screen, you would get on a roll and pretty much nail them. I'd probably miss a couple words. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would miss more than a couple, but I, look, people would have a, <laughs> just a running idea of what I was singing. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'll tell you what, Illini football, I was pleased with the effort a week ago with, uh, 700 guys out, four-string quarterback comes in, and they still keep it to a single-possession game. I mean, that, that game is a push, depending on when it when people bet on it. It was seven for the most part, but it probably jumped when all the bodies went out. Um, was was Lovey pleased? I, I, what, what was the aftermath like? I mean, it definitely wasn't Wisconsin-like, right? I right. Mean, here, I, I kind of left that game, Eric, and it, it reminded me a little bit of last year against Michigan. I mean, the, the game just looked over in both instances. Yeah. And Michigan was, was just absolutely running over them. Um, Brandon Peters missed that game. Matt Robinson was in. And in this game, Purdue was running over them. And, you know, they're down to their fourth-string quarterback, Prime Taylor, who had, before Thursday, said he had gotten four or five reps in practice yeah. all week. And that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Look, you, people would be mad if in, a, if in a healthy circumstance they're giving the fourth-string guy a handful of reps in practice. It right. doesn't happen. You don't need to do that. So, I, you know, you look at everything, and there, there are reasons to say, you know, this team played much better than a week ago, especially when you kind of look at the circumstances. I think that's what, what Lovey looked at. The reality is, and, and he admitted, the, the back seven, the, the pass coverage just hasn't been good. It hasn't been good for two games. They've got to get that figured out. That's a veteran group. They stopped the run, I thought, fairly well. Horvath had 100 yards, but they fed him a lot. And they got the running game going. And Karan Taylor, the four turnovers, obviously, were what did that in, right? One was a scoop and score. Sure. They just didn't put him in a good position. But he's a four-string kid. And you have a walk, a guy who is a walk-on tight end, converted O-lineman starting at left guard. I mean, they really pieced that game together and played fine. I mean, again, it's not the same feeling as Wisconsin. There are things that weren't good. I, I wasn't I, mad. I, I wasn't embarrassed. Doom doom thing. I wasn't as embarrassed per se. Not that I'm honestly embarrassed, but I wasn't embarrassed to be an Illini fan after uh, yeah, after Saturday. Yeah, Ron Taylor. I mean, it, you look at that kid. And you're like, that kid was fourth on the depth chart. He looked pretty good. You know, and and if, and if you, I, I wasn't even mad about the turnovers. But if you take away the turnovers, they probably win the game. Or they're, they're at least tied late. You know, they've got a, a real shot. Yeah, he. I, I mean, I thought. Uh, he's probably the person I'm singularly most interested in watching this week because he's going to have a week of practice. And Lovey hasn't officially said Tron Taylor is going to start, but Matt Robinson left that field in the boot a week ago, so I, gotcha. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what that. <laughs> put put that together as you wish. I expect to see Tron Taylor out there on Saturday, and with a week of practice, you should see a better Tron Taylor. And you know, having time to work with him, you know what the guys talk about him, and Rob Smith talked about him. He's and he he walks around with confidence. Talked to his high school coach Tim Thornton. If you remember those teams, those Troy High teams, when I think he ran over Eisenhower, didn't he? Crown Taylor. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was a, that was a state record game until I believe maybe the next day somebody broke that record. If I'm correct, I covered I covered it. Deer, Mac, Deer Creek Mackinac, Chicago Hope, Deer Creek Mackinac that year beat Moreau in the state title game. Oh, uh, it was a championship. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and so he, he carries confidence after the game. He had everybody in the locker room, and he he's not really carry himself like that four stringer who's afraid to speak up. I mean, he, he's a vocal kid. He's you know, there comes with a leadership position for being your quarterback, and he ran with it. So, you know, again, what's the week worth of practice look like? He's going up against the defense. I didn't very good in Minnesota. Was so, it was, <laughs> was it you that tweeted Karan Taylor missed a few snaps because he was so busy trying to motivate the defense? Yeah. Now, listen, I, I have my my doubts about the the validity of that. Story okay. Okay. That Rod Smith shared with us. Okay. <laughs> that's what Rod Smith said. And if he says it, who who in the world am I to say? He's lying. I mean, I didn't see anything on the side, but you're not really looking for the four-string guy to be over there clapping around the defense and trying to get mm-hmm. things going. And so, I mean, if it's look, if that's really it, and I, I guess I shouldn't say I have questions. I, I, there's really no reason for me to believe otherwise. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, good for him, right? <laughs> does he strike you as that kind of guy? Not that you've heard, yeah, you know, heard yeah, from him. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Everything adds up. It's just it's. I, I didn't see it, so I can't really say for sure. But that's what Rob's saying. So I, I guess I really. In retrospect, I'd say that I have no reason to not believe them. All right, Minnesota, this is a dangerous team coming in, but they come in 0-2. Are they hungry or are they battered? Uh, I mean, defensively, they're still figuring out. They lost a lot of a lot of guys to the NFL. Yeah. And the, yeah, they've got to be hungry. And here's the thing. A hungry Minnesota offense is a problem, especially with this Illinois defense that has given no indication that it can stop the pass. Out of the four they losses have- between these two teams, the Maryland loss is the worst one out of the four. Yeah, even worse oh, yeah. than a blowout at the hands of uh, Wisconsin. No doubt. Yeah. And again, what, what's going to happen? I mean, I this Illinois secondary is really the key. Cron Taylor is what I'm watching offensively, defensively. You know, they struggle with David Bell. They should struggle with David Bell. That dude is a pro. He's going to be a pro a year. Well, he's got next year. He's a sophomore. Two years from now, he's going to be in the NFL. Rashad Bateman was. You know, he's going to be in the NFL next year. So they got to figure out how to stop him, how to contain him. I should say. And Tanner Morgan's is a veteran quarterback. He's better than Aiden O'Connell. So they're going to score points. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. So that's, I mean, that secondary has got to step up because the running defense has actually been pretty, I mean, they've been fair. They've not been dominating, but they've not been, you know, sit, you know they've been fine. Yeah. you got got to show it up back there, especially with the veterans. All right, I want to uh, definitely want to get you to talk some basketball, you know, as we get closer, and especially your excitement about talking to Andre Curbelo this week. Yeah, we talked with him and Adam Miller today, and Andre Corbello is so interesting. I mean, I talked to him before he signed, and he, you know, in Puerto Rico, he, he's a guy who's scoring 25, 30 points, doing whatever in the world he wants to do. He goes to Long Island Lutheran and New York as a freshman. He's looking around, and he's like, okay, they've got scores. That's not really something i got to do. I, I mean, I, I've got to figure out a different way to get on this court. Hmm. So he goes in. He's not the guy. They put him as a four man, and he gets in the middle of his own and breaks him with passes. Wow! And he realized that passing is his ability to get on the court at a young age. So he does that. And then his last two years, he really grew into the guy. And he was just dazzling. He can shoot. He can get to the rim. He can still just man, he'll break anybody with the pass. He's a really good passer. Brad Underwood's called him the best in the recruiting class in the country. Wow! Brad Underwood's not alone in saying that. But now he gets to Champagne, and he certainly doesn't have to be the guy. You know, he's got Iota Sumu, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, Adam Miller. 
He's not going to have to bring the ball up every time, and he shouldn't have to as a freshman. So he's saying, listen, i got to find other ways to do this, whether that's running the wing and shooting more, whether it's you know passing in other places more. It's just his ability to adapt at every situation to figure out how to best play his role. I mean, yeah. to come in as a freshman and recognize that is just – I mean, it's really impressive. Now he's got to do it. We've got to see him do it, but – he says all the right things, and he has always said all the right things since I've talked to him. So I, I he's an impressive kid. Adam Miller. I mean, they feel man, a little I, advanced for their age, don't they? At least how they handle, probably how they handle interviews, but how they speak, you know, just from things I've Yeah, no doubt. You know, they've been around interviews for years, right? But their, their answers are thoughtful. Adam Miller, if you look at him as freshman, and this is nothing against Io, but Io is substantially bigger now than he was his freshman year. Yeah. Adam is just a big freshman. He is a strong-looking kid. He can shoot the snot out of the ball. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him in that starting five on November 25th, Yeah, provided that's when the season goes on. Yeah, so we, do we, do we need more news on a schedule? Nothing, right? Nothing. We know Duke and Baylor sounds like that could be, according to Matt Norlander of CBS, I think it was Matt Norlander, that would be December 2nd in Indianapolis. So you're looking at Baylor the 2nd, Duke the 8th. Wow. Two top ten teams in six days. So I need to figure out what you got right there. Absolutely. But take the, take a swing. Freshmen, I mean, they don't have it, – it's so different. They, they have the ability to be the guy, but they don't have to be the guy because of Isle, because of Trent, because of Kofi, because of Georgie. So I think – I mean, we've talked about it for months, Eric. This is it's an incredibly deep team, and yeah. these are really well-put-together freshmen physically and mentally. I've got this feeling – and tell me if I should get rid of this. That it, I can't remember exactly what was said, but it didn't feel like Miller wanted to come here if Io was here. We think Io's going to leave. Miller commits. Io comes back. Are they are they good? Was there beef, yeah, or was that just good. being the man? I don't. Yeah, I don't know that there. Adam certainly never said that. I mean, I heard you know. Look, I mean, just different people talked, and okay, you, you can see. And I wouldn't even say different people in any camp. I mean, media people are speculating. Fans are speculating. I, you could see where there would be a level of truth. I, I Frankly, I don't know if there is a level okay. of truth to what that was, but I don't get any impression that that's a vibe. And someone asked Adam about that today, and he said, man, I was a pro. I awesome. get a chance to go up against a pro every single day. Oh, that's he awesome. He does not take a break if I, you know, he, he attacks me every time. I leave with bumps and cuts and scratches <laughs> every day. How cool I, is this? I cherish that. I know how important that is. And DeMonte and Adam Miller go back year, decade. I mean, they, they grew up together in Peoria. So any you know, anything that would have been, if there could have been, I guess, a, an issue, DeMonte could have smoothed it over. I, I don't think there's any issue at all. I think they it, recognize. It might have just been a playing time statement. You know, I, yeah, I, I it just. could have been. I mean, and look, and either from way. From a high school, from right? a 16-year-old kid. You know, even if there yeah. was something said. Yeah, so so be it. We're. Good. It feels like that. That those. That's right there is awesome. That, you know, everything. Uh, yeah, I don't sense any issue, and I think they both recognize. Whoa! Look what we've got here. Yeah. And <laughs> let's just let's get this thing through because it, it can be really really good. Do you think? Do, do you think Miller and Corbello are, are future pros? I mean, even if it's a sniff. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Miller is a four year kid. Uh, but just I think he's just got the body for it. He's yeah. Obviously, got all the talent in the world. Corbello could be, I mean, people have kind of likened Corbello to a Cassius Winston. Okay. He's just going to break people for four years. And 
He's smart. He's heady. He said, if I get to the league, you know, I'll know how to adapt in situations. What we talked about earlier, where, you know, how do I fit into this team? He said, if I'm playing overseas, I'll know how to do it. Is he saying the term four years? Like he's planning on this. This isn't a kid that that wants to get out as soon as he gets some love. We'll see. I mean, I I don't think he's never come out and said it. Anybody grow? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody could grow into that. I mean, it's just part of it, you know. Yeah. And he look, he's going to be really impressive, really fast. I think they both are. I think Coleman Hawkins has some kind of under the radar abilities, uh, especially, you know, we knew we haven't gotten an injury update, but we knew there were a couple guys missing a month ago when they started this. We'll see, but no. the Corbell has put on 21 pounds since he got to Champagne Miller about 17. Oh, wow. Miller 17. I saw you tweeted Corbellos. So, so is that like just, is that like chest strength for Corbello? Yeah. Yeah, so Corbello said he got sick in January, and he lost a lot of weight. He wanted to come in at this anyway, but people, I mean, I, I think everyone's talked a lot about their strength and conditioning coach, Adam Fletcher. Yeah. He's a maestro. I mean, if uh-huh. you go to his Instagram and look at before and afters with some of these guys. Did he come with Brad? It, oh, come on, Eric. That was before I Oh, uh, sorry. Him. Sorry, my bad. I okay. think so. I think so. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to hold that to It's not an obvious. It's not an obvious answer, but that's okay. That's okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, look, man, this excitement, I get it. There should be. I mean, this is... Sure would be nice to win a football game, wouldn't it, just in your life? <laughs> I covered a couple last year. <laughs> it'd be nice yeah, to grab one, though. It's You know, this week's really... This is so important for football. I mean, the Minnesota defense leaves it open. To, to write everything at the right time, I, I don't know that it's going to happen. Rutgers is probably the most likely option, but you'll still be without Brandon Peters. So, I... Yeah. Oof. What do you say when people ask you about high school basketball right now? I don't really know what to say anymore. It's like, okay, I think they're going to try it. We don't know for sure. I've heard some yeah, schools. Actually, some schools are off the record, a, you know. Yeah, I've got to return a call, I think, to, to maybe get some background after this. I, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. You know, it's, we know DPS, right? We know their stance. They're mm-hmm. not doing anything until they're in school, and they're yeah. not going to be in school until January. So then what? Uh, and it sounds like they're going to they're going to lean with the Illinois Department of Public Health, which means you don't really matter unless mm-hmm. something changes on that front. I've been so, uh, I've been told by somebody off the record that that they and I would never say who, but I'll say what that that the IHSA may be letting kids transfer to other schools without having to sit. You know, and you wonder that, right? And here's what I wonder: that that's a really big door to open because I don't know there's a way to close it again. And how, how do you, start, how do you, like, how do you ever? Yeah. And that, that really gets, gets tough. But at the same time, do you want to stand in the way of a kid who's trying to play basketball? He's trying to get tape. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, there's no easy answer. The I think you could close is, the door again, but it's going to come with some rule changes. Yeah. So they're going to have to be prepared and, to have a conversation about, you know what, maybe, maybe we do like kids transfer one time or something. What, however they, however they want to go about changing the rules, because but believe it or not, there is a way for kids to get through life with athletics. Uh, yeah. And then suddenly yeah. they're good enough and they go to college. And while they're at college, they find something they're, else they're good at. And suddenly they've got a job and they may have been nothing. And, you know, just look at some former athletes that are getting mixed up in things that are happening in this town. That's the kind of thing that motivates me to, to just want to say, hey, whatever's going to get you to go to school and pass, let's let mm-hmm. them do it. Now, you don't want I the do. you don't want the coaches – who who want to be deceitful to take advantage of that opportunity, but and that that's the fine line you got to walk. You don't want it's a tough walk, man. And you know, I, 
It can't I, become not, a recruiting game, you know. It can be. And, and I really want to put this. Last week when the IHSA did what the IHSA did, I understand. I know it was a lot of people said, you know what, thank you. And I think there's a level to that. For the IHSA, they said, we have a plan. We're going to trust our plan. But it really, there's a level of emptiness to it because you know from what we've seen since March that the governor's office, the Illinois Department of Public Health, they're not going to blink. And so what's going to happen here? Someone's got to give. And the IHSA basically said, well, it's not going to be us anymore. And the other party said, it's never been us. So now you've got school districts who have got to figure out what in the world to do, what the ramifications are of whatever decision they made. Yeah. And it, look, it, it opened the door. The IHSA opened the door. And I'm not trying to knock them because I, I recognize the value of what they did. Yeah. But that is a very complicated path forward just in the sense that school districts have to make some decisions here. And what are those decisions going to be? What are they going to look like? And I feel like the school districts are, are like, okay, if everybody's in, I'm in. You know, but are, are they going to talk to each other? Or are they just going to make somebody come public with it first? You know. Well, I, look, I think there are some, some meetings and conferences going on where they say, where, where there's a feeling out process of what's going on. And they should do and, that anyway. And also talk about how to do it safely. And you know what? You can come out and prove the governor wrong if you do it safely. And maybe he'll be like, okay. At least they're doing this, 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 and this. They're following all these guidelines, you know. But well, is that going to come? Is that going to come with, with a level of, of a, or a threat of punishment? And what is that punishment? Yeah. I, so you, I, I, I'm with you. I, I know if it's know about public it's funding, that doesn't matter to private schools. <laughs> so. Yeah, and can, will that hold up beyond the threat? Yeah. Can they realistically hold that up? Liability. I mean, that that word got thrown around the very second after the IHSA. Oh, it's the number one. If school has a kid get sick and, and go home and, and get somebody sick and they pass away, a kid, God forbid, pass away, school or, or school district. I mean, I don't I don't know how liability necessarily works, but no, it's, it's not going to reflect great question, on the you, schools. Can you trace it back to a game? Can you trace it back to a practice? It's a pandemic. It's hard to trace. Yeah. Other, you know, someone posed to me. If they say, you know, could could they wipe if you play? Could they wipe full liability? I'm not reporting that. You know, there, there are different it's ways all questions. to make Absolutely. this punishment. So it's it's hard. And how much are they going to want to do that? I, I mean, again, I, I'm not trying to knock the IHSA. I understand why they did what they did. I think it opened a lot of doors, but there's so much confusion coming out of that. And they they had to do it. They did because the communication just hasn't been there. As I, I, we understand it, it's been terrible. I've seen what people have said to the IHSA, and I would have done the same thing. You're going to knock us like we control everything. We don't control everything. All right, here you go. Look, they took a lot of. I've, I've said it on here. They've taken a lot of punches since yeah. March, and I just think those were misdirected punches from a lot of people because because of ignorance. They didn't want to get into a spitting match publicly, but eventually they said, "Listen, all right, here you go. You go ahead against the governor." This. And and I wonder. If that announcement wouldn't have come on the Tuesday, I think Tuesday, Wednesday are my days. The day before, though, yeah. If that announcement doesn't come, is this the same result? Was that a, was this something that, like, you know, we're done with it? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's so many different levels of anger from different people that this is just where we ended up. And it probably could have been solved in some part by better communication. And we've learned the value of communication over the last seven months. We find different ways to do it, and we understand how it can help in so many ways. We've yeah. always known. I don't think it would ever been always. solved because I don't think I think the governor's opinion with the scientists is going to stay, you know, and the doctors, and they're just not going to budge. They're not going to give people a chance, and I don't know if they would ever come off of it. So, so will we have a, a winter season for some schools and an abbreviated spring season 
are other schools going to try to play every single sport they've got outside of golf, cross country, and baseball, softball, track in the spring? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking at what you know, it could be a boys and girls basketball season, a football, a volleyball, a soccer. Well, I heard a good idea. Take take the 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 moved fall or spring indoor medium risk sports and play them now. Start volleyball now. You know, it, it's like whatever you can play. You know, and and see what kind of winter we're having. I don't know if you want to try to play soccer now. Whatever. <laughs> I think they're high risk, but whatever else was medium risk. It's 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 time to change things. Go ahead and shuffle up the seasons just so you can get some games in. But everybody has to yeah. be on one page. So, Joey, Everybody's we appreciate it. On one page and you're moving it. It's tough, man. It's impossible. I hope we see basketball, but it's it's tough. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun uh, in Champaign on Saturday. All right, man. Have a good weekend. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.